Folks, listen up. I've got something crucial to share with you today. In this uncertain world, you need to be prepared for anything, especially when it comes to your health. That's where the wellness company comes in, offering you peace of mind in a box with their medical emergency kit. Picture this. You're faced with a medical emergency and you need quick, effective treatment. The Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit is like having a strategic arsenal of life-saving medications right at your fingertips. From proven treatments like ivermectin to generic Z-Packs and amoxicillin, this kit has got you covered. But that's not all. Every kit comes with a medical emergency guidebook, ensuring you have the knowledge to use these medications safely and effectively. It's like having a medical professional right there with you when you need it most. And here's the kicker. Use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health FFN. That's right, folks. 10% off, peace of mind in a box. Don't wait until it's too late. Get your medical emergency kit today and be ready for whatever comes your way. Stay safe, stay prepared with a wellness company. Again, use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health FFN. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of election, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silent, not praised. Unelected deep state operatives who defy the voters to push their own secret agendas are truly a threat to democracy. And ladies and gentlemen, the best is yet done. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Again, if you guys want to watch the show, uh, Rumble, Apple Podcasts are the two best places to find us. Uh, you guys can also go to jeffdornick.com, check out all of the shows, interviews, articles, and stuff that I'm that I'm constantly posting, so you guys can get all of that information over there as well. And then also, if you guys are concerned about the economy and uh, inflation and all the craziness that's going on with the Biden administration, I highly recommend that you guys check out uh, our gold guy. You guys can invest in gold, precious metals, and that way it's a hedge against inflation. Go to ourgoldguide.com slash contact ourgoldguide.com slash contact fill out the form let them know that i sent you and ira will take great great care of you get some of the best prices in the industry and he is an america first patriot as well so you guys can check that out at ourgoldguide.com okay without further ado we are bringing on our guest for today we've got uh, jen vandywater joining us uh she's a pharmacist and it's gonna it's, it's gonna be interesting because I've, I've had a bunch of different doctors on uh, you know, everybody from naturopaths to MDs and all that kind of stuff, but first pharmacist. So it, it, this could be definitely be an interesting conversation. Thank you for having me, Jeff. Glad to be here. 
Yeah, definitely. I, I and I just want to kind of set up set set up the landscape of your experience going going through COVID because every everybody that I talk to kind of has a different experience, especially in the medical community. So with you dealing dealing with you know the pharmaceuticals and in the pharmacy world, how was that? How was your experience uh, in regards to COVID nineteen and what you can you know how, how did that, how how was your experience with that? Sure. So it's actually interesting. My all my years in pharmacy, I saw things happening that had me questioning, and I was asking questions but not getting any answers. And so when I started to finally realize that patients were being overprescribed pharmaceutical agents and not really living in health and wellness, I decided in the end of 2019, early of 2020, I was going to pivot out of being in retail pharmacy and independent practice to going into maybe a more streamlined approach with the providers. I thought if I could be the voice and the advocate for the patient along these providers that were overprescribing, maybe I could actually help patients come off of medications and not continue to think the pill's the cure, right? There's more to it than just, just the pill. So I had a job lined up. Everything was good to go. I decided to put my resignation in and the job wasn't going to start for a few months. So I looked at it like, good, this is spring cleaning. It was going into spring. I was like, I'm going to get things done, start my new job. So I was kind of on the sidelines when everything broke, when everything started happening. And that job sadly was you know, terminated. There was no longer the position available. But I followed everything closely as a medical expert. And as soon as President Trump mentioned hydroxychloroquine, I did my research and I said, wow, this is great. Okay, we have a way to beat this. And then I started seeing things being pushed and being turned and became political and became pushing a vaccine that we know is not even a true vaccine. So I started watching things from the sidelines. And for me, I felt empowered and encouraged to connect with others out there that are like-minded and say, this cannot be happening. So it kind of answered, which is crazy, answered a lot of those questions I had prior to 2020. I said, now it's making sense. Now I'm seeing the big picture. Now I know who's really pulling the strings. Yeah, well, you know, it, it was it was really interesting how um, you know I live out I live out here in communist California, so, and I always preface everything by saying you know I may be jaded just because it's a whole different ball game out here. But but I I know that you know out out here, and I've heard reports across the country that like there were pharmacies that were not prescribing hydroxychloroquine, they were not allowed to to hand out ivermectin uh, unless it was for a specific thing. They were not allowing uh, you know uh, people to get prescriptions for you know off off drug uh, whatever whatever you go is it off drug off label yes. So let yeah. me say, Jeff, the majority of prescriptions that are filled at a pharmacy, guess what, are for off-label use. Yeah. So this is not unique. And I know the media tries to make it look like it's a unique thing that pharmacists don't fill off-label use. Probably 70 to 80 percent of prescriptions we fill are off-label use. Right. So this wasn't anything new. You're right. Now, 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 you were talking specifically about how how you know our 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 country is really overmedicated, overprescribed, um, and and I know you know for me as well. You know, my wife and I we've re we've really done a deep dive into the you know whole medical world, and we, one of the things that we realized, and this is just our experience, is that a lot of doctors they're prescribing and treating symptoms as opposed to getting down to the root issues. Uh, you know, so how how has that played out? What what have you seen from your end when when it comes to that overprescribing? nature of our country right now. Yeah, sure. I'm happy to answer that because what I saw, what I was told in college, quality of life came from prescribed medications. What I started to see in practice was the complete opposite. I was watching patients that were on multiple meds live in least amount of quality. And then I had patients that were on the least amount of meds had the most quality. And that just made me kind of scratch my head and say, what's going on here? So I started asking colleagues questions and nobody had answers. And the sad thing was everybody kept saying, just follow the guidelines, follow the protocols. 
I started to realize why do we need to treat preemptively, for example, a diabetic patient who has good cholesterol with a cholesterol medication? It just to me didn't make sense. And providers would say, well, we need to treat them because we want to prevent them from getting high cholesterol, but their cholesterol is good. So why are we preventing something we don't even know for sure is going to happen? So everybody, again, was being put like in a box. Everybody was put as if you have this, you're going to get that. But I wasn't seeing that come out in practice. And I was just watching more and more patients being overprescribed and they were believing that they needed another medication. And a lot of times overprescribing was coming from the, the reaction they were having from other medications. So you were taking another medication to combat a previous medication. And by the end of the day, people were taking sometimes 10 to 20 medications and they were only treating the side effects of all those medications. What started as one had compounded into multiple. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 the side effect thing to me has been really fascinating, and especially when it comes to to COVID and the and the like you said, the supposed vaccines. It's been it's been really interesting because I think it's really exposed our country's view on side effects. Because you know, I, th I think maybe to a certain degree we've become desensitized to side effects on on pharmaceutical drugs because you know you you see you see an advertisement on TV. And they'll they'll list all the side effects and, you know, a very sped up voice. And it's it's almost like it's assumed that, OK, this is the thing that could happen, but it'll never happen to me. But I think the thing that we're realizing is that the pharmaceutical drugs, they're affecting us in ways that I think the, the majority of people don't even understand. And I would even argue a lot of times, you know, the side effects that we see aren't even the ones that are necessarily listed on those uh, on on the on the back of of the drugs, so it, it's been really interesting to me that 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 to me has really exposed that kind of mentality that we have as a country to me. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. And you know what I started realizing as I was doing my research, when you take a naturalistic approach and you give the body what's actually out in nature, what's been created for us, there are no side effects. So when we're taking a pharmaceutical that was created in a lab, we're having reactions and. I'm not recommending anybody stop any medications. There's a process to coming off of pharmaceuticals and starting a more naturalistic approach. And it is something important that should be discussed with the pharmacist, with the doctor, with the naturopath, a team of professionals that can help guide you through that process. So I never want to recommend anybody just to stop medication, but a lot of side effects are because your body is reacting to something that's foreign and doesn't know what to do. So you get a headache, you get dizzy, you get nausea, that's not just because, oh, I took a medication. It's because it's foreign and your body's saying, help, what's going on here? Um, that's what I, I believe people are missing out of, out of what's really going on with side effects. Yeah, and I think we've become so dependent upon upon these drugs, and I would I would argue over the counter as well as uh, prescription as well. You know, to treat a lot of the symptoms. But I think what what oftentimes happens is we treat the symptoms, like you said, like maybe a headache or something along those lines. We're not actually getting down to okay, so what's actually causing the headache? You know, it could be something as simple as you're 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 addicted to caffeine or you're addicted to sugar but instead of dealing with that issue what you're doing is you're taking a Tylenol or an Advil or whatever it is which has its own list of side effects that that could that could be an issue and it just snowballs from there it, it's this mentality that i think that we as americans we need to get out of and like you said get back to this more naturalistic approach yeah i completely agree i i we've become sadly like lazy we've become instead of working towards something, removing something from our diet, uh, being aware of our bodies, it's just become easy to say, oh, there's a pill, I'll take the pill. But you're not really helping yourself in the long run, because if it is due to caffeine or sugar that's causing the headache and you mask the headache, the problem still exists. 
the this is where it compounds. That problem is going to turn into something else. So that headache may go away, but if you're taking too much sugar, your body's becoming acidic and you're now prone for other disease states, inflammatory factors. There's so many things that compound. And, you know, I never realized this in 2020 kind of helped me start digging into a more naturalistic approach. I always knew patients were overprescribed, but through conversations with other medical doctors and naturopaths, I began to realize this is making more sense. Our bodies are natural like we see around us. We need to put into it what's natural as well. Otherwise, we're going to have complications. We're going to have more disease states and, and we're going to be suffering in the long run. Yeah. Well, and again, you know, this to me, this goes back to, you know, we we, we take healthcare as a, you know, treating the symptom mentality as a, as opposed to a preventative mentality. And and I think that like like we've been saying, COVID has really blown that wide open to a certain degree because we know that a lot of the people that were getting very, very sick from COVID had serious comorbid comorbidities, whether they were, you know, previous cancer patients or they had diabetes or a, a lot of self-induced uh, health issues through poor diet and exercise and, and, and things like that. And, and for me, when, when I'm looking at that, it's like, okay, so why don't we take a step back and instead of just throwing a drug at everybody and requiring everybody, whether you're healthy or not, to take it or take this vaccine, what we should be doing is we should be dealing with, okay, we have, we have a major obesity problem. We have a major diabetes problem in this country that can be, that can be dealt with in, in not, not that much time, uh, you know, if you take it seriously. Yeah, people need to become aware of their, their bodies again. We've lost touch with who we are. And so you're right, it just comes down to the choice of food, nutrition. You know, it comes down, I don't like saying exercise because it sounds like you gotta vigorously do something. It's just movement. You know, a nice leisurely walk every day is better for your body than to just be sitting in, on the couch all day. You know, it's, it doesn't have to be lifting weights or running miles. You know, it's just to get your body moving. And, and it's mind, body, spirit. We've lost the spirit connection of who we are. And nobody goes out into nature and just enjoys what we have been given to us, where doing that de-stresses you, will lower inflammatory factors, will connect you to a higher source, and you're going you're gonna to have more wellness. And I believe that's what's been missing. Um, there's, it's it's a, a combination of things. And I feel, I feel people need to become empowered again and own their health, health sovereignty. And no, no one really knows what sovereignty means. And we need to bring it back to the health side as well as, as our freedom. Right, right. Now, no, uh, you know, from, from looking looking at a lot of the a lot of a lot of the treatments for COVID, obviously there's been there's been a lot of concern, obviously with the vaccine. The vaccine is the big one, right? But then there then there's been the concerns about uh, concerns about remdesivir, and then there's also the concerns about about Paxlovid. And and it's and it's been interesting to me looking at the the scope of everything that's actually being recommended by the CDC, by the FDA, by our own government. It seems like it's it's doing more harm than good. Um, can, can you kind of talk a little bit about, especially remdesivir and, and Paxlovid, what, what are your concerns with those? And, you know, is that what we should be doing to, to treat COVID? Yeah, I'm, it's not surprising when you have hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin that are off patent and very inexpensive, you know, to help treat and, and, and help people that have safe and effectively that have been sick with COVID or any, um, any viral infection. So remdesivir and Paxlovid come on the market as their new meds. They, they are expensive. You build the insurance and you're going to get a higher reimbursement. So it's not surprising knowing how the industry works, how the insurance companies work. They're all tied together. It's always down to profit over care. Um, we have the medications. We know hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin are safe and effective. 
and we'll, we'll take care of the patient's needs. We don't need those other medications that have not been proven safe and effective and are very costly, are new to the market. We should not be uh, handing those out to patients when we have other things available. But it's a money game, and that, that's what we're seeing play out. Yeah, and, and that 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 to me is is one of my biggest concerns uh, about all of this is that, like you said, it is a, it is a money game, and I and I've been I've been really concerned, and I think a lot of times as you know conservatives, a lot of times we get caught up into you know the free economy, we can't we can't get into the economy, and you know limiting business and all that kind of stuff. But to me, one of the biggest threats that we have right now as a country is, is what I always call. The bigs, you know, whether it's big pharma, big ag, big food, you know, you know, whatever, whatever big you want to talk about that, that to me is one of our biggest threats to our country. And especially when it comes to big pharma, I mean, we, we, we see how much money they're spending on advertising, on marketing, on assuring us that all of their drugs are completely safe. But then you, but then you go look at VAERS, you look at the lawsuits, you look at the money that they've paid out. It, it's crazy how they're able to get away with this and that at this point, we still haven't even taken the vaccine off the market because of all the deaths that are that are associated to it. But for whatever reason, our government, it's like they're providing the shield for big pharma. Yeah, they're hand in hand. That's that's why. Yeah. And and actually to go back in history, you know, in the 1900s with the Flexner report to Congress there, this is plan to get to where we are at today. I don't know if they knew then it would be today, but all of it was to remove holistic and natural approach to treating patients and bringing in these pharmaceutical, which are synthetic, lab-created, mimicking what's out in nature. Nature can't be patented, but a pharmaceutical agent can be because it's mimicking nature, but it's just off just enough. And being tweaked just enough is probably what's causing our side effects because it's not natural. And so, yeah, I, I think it's hand in hand. And I agree. I'm all for a free market. I'm all for you know, having competition, but what I'm not for is harming people. And and honestly, it's nice when people have come to me and say, hey, you're a pharmacist, you're a doctor of pharmacy. Can you tell me about hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin? Which one do you prefer? It's nice to have two good options, right? How many times between elections and other choices are we picking one or the other and, and it's not it's not good? You know, it's nice to be able to say, listen, both are good, both are safe and effective, both will work. And people are seeing the benefits and people are happy about that. And that's what I want to bring. I want to be able to give people options that are good, not saying, well, this is all we have and it's not going to help the patient. It's only going to harm them in the long run. Yeah. And, and it also seems like we're, we're putting everybody in, into a box. You know, everything is cookie cutter. Everything is exactly the same. We have to treat everybody in the exact same way. Where, whereas the problem with that is like everybody has different different makeups of their body. I mean, everybody's intolerant to different kinds of foods. Everybody is allergic to different kinds of foods or have, has different, you know, medical history or health issues. But it's like we, we, we lump everybody in. And what's been fascinating to me about that side of things is that we're all, not only are we doing that within the, the doctor's office, but now we're doing that within the government where the government is basically saying everybody has to get this medical treatment as if Fauci is our personal doctor. As opposed to saying, okay, you as an individual doctor, you need to make that decision for what's best for your patient. It, it, it seems like everything is completely backwards. It's, it's complete. I have never seen. It is completely backwards. I have never seen in all my years. And I started out in pharmacy in 1998 as a technician and worked my way up to become a doctor of pharmacy. So that tells you I've had a lot of experience that my only thing I've ever known is, is pharmacy as a, as a high school teenager until you know today as an adult. I have never, ever seen practice where a pharmacist would dictate to the provider, 
and ask the provider, why are you prescribing this? Or I'm not going to fill it because the FDA or CDC is, is telling me um, our number one goal as pharmacists should be the patient care and to have a relationship with that provider and work as a team to give the patient the best quality care. That's not what we're seeing happening. And I, I am just there are good pharmacists that have stepped out and said no, and I'm saddened by those who just kind of go along with the narrative. Um, and same as we have on the on the providers as well. It's just like I'm shocked to see that they did not realize that this was happening, that they were being told and dictated to on, on how to practice pharmacy. And it's it's sad. It saddens me. Yeah, well, you know, and, and, and out here in out here in communist California, you know, we're, we're dealing with where the state is really attacking, you know, medical doctors that, that are not towing the, the party line, especially when it comes to vaccines, when it comes to, you know, COVID treatment. It's, it's I think I think we just banned uh, COVID, uh, misinformation regarding COVID-19. So doctors now are not allowed to give alternative, uh, you know, points of view. Uh, you know, there's 37 doctors, I believe, that are facing losing their medical license in the state of California for writing vaccine exemptions, um, you know, for specific underlying conditions. And they're saying you can't do that. And again, this is where we're getting back to everybody has to fit into a box. And now we have the threat of the government behind it. It's not just the medical community. Now we've got the threat of the government. To me, that's extremely dangerous if we want any shot at, at getting out of this. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No, that's absolutely true. And I, I'm in communist New York. So I, yeah. I completely, I understand we have, whatever happens there happens here. So yeah. one or the other goes first. It seems to be a, a game. Um, but yeah, it's, it's true. If you start to silence people that are speaking the truth, um, that's because they know it's the truth. So they have to silence those providers. And like you're saying, um, the vaccine exemptions, um, I'm actually appalled that we actually have to get an exemption. Like, Aren't we free America? Don't we have the choice to say what we want to put in or on our body? I mean, this is becoming uh, so unreal to me. And I just can't believe we've gotten to the point where it, it is at it, where it's at. Like you're saying, I, it just blows my mind. I never thought in my lifetime I would see that take place on our soil. Yeah. Oh, and, and I think, and I think, to be honest, if if we can get Republican leadership back back into office, and again, I don't have the most faith in Republican politicians in, in general, anyway. But when we do, I think a conversation that we need to have on our side of the aisle is again getting back to the role the role of the government, and especially the role of, of the federal government. Because when you think about this, where in the Constitution does the federal government have the authority to make these? Not, not just recommendations, but rules and laws for the medical community across the entire country. I get the FDA or the CDC coming out with a recommendation. Here's what we recommend. Here's the vaccines that we recommend. Here's the pharmaceutical drugs that we would recommend. But there should be no threat of any kind of enforcement. It's here's what we've discovered in our studies. Here, here's the recommendation. Doctors, do, do with it as you will. The problem is, is that they come up with their quote-unquote recommendations and then we have the government enforcing these recommendations to doctors with the threat of either losing your license or fines or imprisonment or whatever it might be. It's it like we've got to get back to what is the role of the government. And and I think that we're way off base with this. And, and the government here is we the people. Yeah. So it really shouldn't be. And, and I, I can say I actually 
uh, stood up because I saw what was happening and I ran for town council in the town I live in. And I won, and I will say it because I was unopposed. The other side forgot to fill out their paperwork. So I even questioned with the way the elections are going, am I even going to win unopposed? Um, but I, I do see that. And I do see a lot of uh, Republicans that are, are weak and will not stand up. They want to they wanna toe the middle line. And right now we need, we need people that are strong that are brave, that are courageous, that will stand up and say no more to this because it is, it, we the people are the government. And what I've noticed too, and I, I live rural in a small town, I don't have people showing up at the board meetings. Where are the people? It's the we the people. And if the people showed up to these meetings, guess what? It gives us reason to pivot and change. But as long as there's nobody there saying, hey, we don't want to, we, we're not saying anything. We can't do anything. We we take the um, action from the people and the people don't show up. I don't know if they're unaware, busy, kept busy intentionally, but things are going to keep happening across America until the people stand up and say, we are the government. Let's get involved. Let's get let's get out there and take back our, our power. Um, it was given to us. We heard it from President Trump in his inauguration speech. He's handing power back to the people. It's now up to us to say we want that power. Yeah, well, and, and I think we keep falling into this trap of of it comes down to who we send to Washington D.C. And you know we've got to understand that that's a, that's a swamp. And yes, there there's serious ramifications of, of having uh, the wrong candidates in D.C. But it's even more serious about having the wrong local people. And you know, and, and you know, for me, one, one one of the biggest things that I learned in all this COVID mess is that even in communist California, we've got Gavin Newsom who's just out of control, his own dictator, whatever it is. You know, I live I live in a little conservative bubble down here where we didn't deal with the lockdowns in the same way as the rest of the state because our local leadership was like, yeah, we're not we're not going to enforce it. We believe in freedom. And and so when we're looking at that, we see an out of control state government out here with Gavin Newsom and it gives California a bad rap, rightfully so. But where we were when they lifted the mask mandates, all of us were like, what mask mandates? Like we nobody nobody was doing this. And and that's the important of all this. But I will also say in, down here in Orange County, which is, again, a conservative bubble, our county board of supervisors was the first county county to actually try to enforce a vaccine mandate because nobody cared about who we're electing to the county board of supervisors. And they were trying to. That's why it's so important that we focus on local, especially when it comes to COVID and healthcare and things along those lines. Exactly. We have to take back our communities. They it's a grassroots effort. It's not going to I mean, yes, we need to know who we're sending to Washington, like you say. But if we have local people that can tell the, the county and then tell the state we've I was surprised when I realized how much power local government has. And that's not something we're taught anymore in our school system. You know, we're taught that it's the federal to the state, to the county, to local. And we're supposed to listen. So I try to be the voice and, and push back. You know, and tell the tell the board all the time, hey, we have the authority. We have the authority. We don't have to listen to the state. It's amazing though how the minute you try to give them that empowerment, they quiver and they they need direction. We've become so docile and needing somebody to tell us what to do, we've lost thinking for ourselves. And that's along the lines too in medical. It's the same way in medical. We've lost the ability to think for ourselves. And I, my goal, my goal as, as a provider is to say to these patients. Think, you know, think for yourself, empower them, equip them so that they can make health decisions. Because right now I'm here and my heart's in the right place, but there's going to be a day where it's not going to be me. And, and that's how easy it is for the Fauci's to jump in because people blindly trust these leaders and believe they have their best interest because they're not thinking for themselves. I want people to be empowered. It's really about empowerment. And it's across the board, across with politics, education, medical. We need to have people empowered standing up and saying no more.
Yeah, de- definitely. Now, now, from your perspective, obviously, as as you know, you know, in in the whole pharmacy world, obviously, like I walk into any drugstore around here, and it's like, hey, get 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 your COVID shot, get your COVID mm-hmm. shot, get your flu shot, all that all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, okay, are you not going to consult with your doctor? Like, you, it's just walk in, you get it, on, on all of that. What, what do you what do you make of this whole vaccine? You know, just pushing it on on everybody, but but specifically within the pharmaceutical world, within the pharmacies themselves. Like I, I don't know how on a good conscience they're doing this without the advice of their doctor that understands their medical history and all of that. No, I completely agree. I was actually I, I never become a, became a certified immunizer. I refused to follow along. Um, my number one reason was I got queasy and nobody wants a shot from a fainting pharmacist. But through the years, I started to watch uh, reactions and things happening to people. And I just refused. I said, I will not give give vaccines. So I never gave a shot, but I've questioned the same question you have. What happens to the patient? There is no record keeping between the pharmacy and the doctor's office. And how does that provider know the patient received that shot unless the patient tells them at an appointment? This is where the problem comes to. If a patient has a reaction to a shot that they were given at the pharmacy and they call the doctor's office, the doctor's office has no record that they received the shot. So they don't know what's going on. They call the doctor's office and say, um, for example, we'll use the COVID vaccine. They start to have seizures. That's something that's very common and happening to people. They call the doctor's office and the doctor's office says, come in, we need to see you. But the patient doesn't tell the provider, hey, I, I got my COVID shot at the pharmacy two weeks ago. So there's no connection and correlation made that the shot could be what's causing this reaction. Um, so there is a complete disconnect. And I believe this was intentionally placed so that have pharmacists do this. So patients could just walk in, get their shot and walk out. Um, there's no, we're losing the connection between the providers across the industry. And that's what needs to come back is having that communication open. But I agree. I've never liked the idea. I thought it was a bit sketchy having pharmacists do it. I never wanted to do it. I just wanted to, again, patients need to consult the provider and the provider consult with the pharmacist. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of that, you know, goes back to this idea that they, they downplay the potential side effects of, of these vaccines and you know it, and it was, it was really interesting because I've had I've had numerous people both in my family close people at neighbors that have had serious adverse reactions to it and it's interesting because they'll go they'll go to the doctor and the doctor will refuse to acknowledge that it could even potentially be the vaccine it's got to be it's got to be something else even though it was within that 10 day window of when of when they got jabbed and so it's really interesting that even even if they do tell the doctor yeah I was vaccinated th- this is what happened even then, there's still this de- denial that there could even be a remote chance that that's caused by the vaccines. Yeah, it's happening a lot. Same like you, I'm talking to people and they are saying to me, I've gone to the doctor. The doctor says, there's no way this is happening, but I was healthy before and now this is happening. And and I'm even talking to parents of, of young you know, teenagers that are having severe reactions their lives, they are now completely disabled. There is no way that they can go off to college. There's no way they can drive a car. They're missing out on the, the prime years of graduating high school and having fun because they are now worried about getting out in public, having a seizure. They are struggling with um, heart issues, myocarditis. I mean, this is seriously happening and it's affecting people. And for these providers, I believe they just don't want to be wrong. Like they've pushed this. And so it's a pride and ego thing. If they say, you know what, this could be due to this. It then puts them to saying, well, I've pushed this on all my patients. So I, I think showing a little mercy and grace is okay. Like, hey, it's okay. I just admit it. We're not going to, we know it's easy to get swept up into all of this. It's, it's very easy to not see what those of us who saw from the beginning, 
we don't want to hate you. We want to bring you in and say, it's okay, but now let's start treating your patients correctly. Let's find a way to help them. Let's detox them best we can to get their body back in balance. Let's get them back to health and wellness and try to help them live the best they can, even though they got the shot, you know, but that's, that's what's missing. Again, it's just disconnected. And I really like to see us come together as a, as a healthcare community for the good of the patient. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think there's a couple different things that I think we have to figure out, you know, within the medical community, which is obviously prevention, which which deal which deals with a whole range of things from, you know, we've we've got to clean up everybody's diet. We've got to clean up our lifestyle, live a cleaner lifestyle, all that all that kind of stuff. But then there's also how do how do we deal with people that have been that have been vaccinated and the potential side effects is, you know, I've, I've had, you know, I, I, have, I host a show with Karen Kingston. I've had Dr. Mikevitz on my show, Dr. Corey, and everybody's got concerns about, okay, all these people are now vaccinated. Now, what do we do with them? How do, how do we either prevent the side effects, treat the side effects? Because nobody's studying this stuff because everybody's terrified of admitting that they're side effects. So to me, that, that's, a, that's a major, major medical, you know, issue that we're going to be dealing with over the next several years that I think we as the, within the medical community need to figure out how do we treat this? Right. And the number one thing I will say for patients is you've got to keep your immune system strong. Um, if you have gotten this vaccine, your immune system is pummeled and you are being hit hard. So keep your immune system strong. Take the supplements that, that boost your immune system, your vitamin D. Um, your gut health is really important. Your gut health balances out your whole body. Keep your gut health good. Um, watch the food you eat. Don't eat processed food, GMO foods. Keep yourself as clean as possible. And detoxing, detoxing is very important. There's the graphene oxide, there's heavy metals in these vaccines and you, that builds up in your body. Your body doesn't break that down and release it. So looking into what you could use as a detox to clear things out of your body and then doing the best you can to just live well, not live in fear. Because when you live in fear, that adds inflammation to your body, that adds stress to your body. You know, it's okay. So you made this decision. Now let's let's figure out how we can help you. And I think that's where the medical community needs to come together Is is laying down the foundation of what can we do now without having any of the data, without looking into things, what can we do for these people? And again, it's just keeping their immune system strong, keeping them healthy. And one term that we use at, at the, no, we haven't gotten into this yet, the wellness company, but one term we use is health restoration. We want to restore people's health. You know, we've talked about prevention for so long that nobody even realizes that we can restore people so that we don't have to worry about preventing. We're going to live in health that being healthy is our prevention. So that's that's something that we talk about, and I think that's really what would help people. Yeah, and, and can you can you can you talk a bit about about what you guys are doing with the wellness company, uh, and 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 how how that's working, and how people can get, can get involved with that. Sure. Yeah. At the wellness company, we have providers that are seeing patients, patients that have long COVID, patients that have vaccine injury. Um, we have packages available for patients. We also have acute care. Um, we have doctors that will write for ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. And we actually have pharmacies that we are partnered with as well who fill these prescriptions without hesitation. If the doctor writes for ivermectin, you're going to get your ivermectin. Uh, you're going to get it for prophylaxis. You're going to get it for acute illness. However you need it, we have we have the team there. Um, the one thing we have right now that just came out is the vaccine exemptions. So if you are concerned for your children or for yourself in school or work, we do have the vaccine exemption letters that the provider will have a consult with you, go over the details, and, and everyone's going to be able to get a vaccine exemption letter. The one thing we can't promise is if your entity, the school or your job is going to accept that. But we do everything we can to make sure that that information is there accurately and correctly. So when you present it to your employer or your child's school, that it shows that you have the, the backing medically of why you should not get the vaccine. And this is for children of any age. So if you have a preschooler that wants to go to preschool, we have vaccine exemption letters that will be written for that preschooler as well. And yeah, it's any it, vaccine and any vaccine too. 
Yeah. yeah and, and, and that's that's important, too, because I think I think a lot of times we are f- so focused on the covid vaccine that we forget that there there's some serious questions about the other vaccines as well. You know, I've had, uh, you know, Dr. Uh, Dr. Mikovits on my show multiple times. And one of the things that she's been leaving each of the each of the shows with is stop getting shots in your arm until we can actually trust the FDA, the CDC and, and big pharma, because we don't we don't know what's actually in there and they're not being honest about the side effects and what they're actually doing to our bodies. And so, you know, it's crazy that we even have to get an exemption for, you know, a six month old or a two year old, uh, you know, to, to not get injected with this stuff. And shouldn't it be the parent's choice? I mean, this is really that's shocking to me. It's 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 amazing the other side so pushes my body, my choice until it's it's for us. It's it's just amazing. You know, it's okay for them to murder, but it's not okay for us to prevent from getting a shot of any kind. I mean, we should have the choice as a parent or for ourselves to say, I, I choose not to get this. And the the guilt they put on people that, oh, well, you're helping, you're not helping your community, you're not looking out for your fellow neighbor. The proof has been there. It has nothing to do with the shot because Actually, if you look at the death rates, even in 2020, as compared to 21 and 22, they went up. So in the height of the pandemic, we had no change. And then now it's changed. So, you know, facts don't lie. And and that's what people need to look at and stop just listening to talking heads and do their own research. Like I even say for me, don't listen to me. Do your own research. Dig. I dig. I find out. That's how I found out about the pharmaceutical industry is once I started seeing things, I started researching. And when I saw what I saw, I was like, wow, it's not not what I thought. And my job now is to go out there and truly help people live in wellness, not not live under the, you know, the big pharma agenda. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now, now if people want more information, obviously on the wellness company or on you, uh, you know, follow what you're talking about and all that kind of stuff. Where do they go for that? So the wellness company is twc.health. And they can click on Marketplace. We have supplements. Uh, We actually have a book that came out, The Next Wave is Brave, where you can learn all about the doctors that are with the wellness company and our stories. Um, We have uh, Freedom from Pharma, actually is an upgraded membership. So if patients are looking to say, I maybe I do need to de-prescribe, maybe I do need to live in health and wellness, you'll get a pharmacist as a wellness partner, a pharmacist like myself, who cares about people to start the journey. And it is a journey, it's not overnight, this process. And we will then connect you with a provider and work with the provider to help you. Um, we have the vaccine exemptions. So we have all different types of virtual care. We have the Wellness Warrior Initiative. So if you are a first responder or a veteran, um, it's a discounted membership. And when you become a member, the membership is not pricey at all. It's $10 a month. And you get huge savings on the packages, on virtual care appointments, and also on the the marketplace with the supplements. And we do have um, workout equipment coming soon, too, for those who want yoga mats and dumbbells and weights and things like that that the teams put together um, as well. And for me, myself, you can find me. I, I have... Um, a bunch of social media now that I never had before, but I, you could find me on Twitter, on Gab, Getter, Truth Social. Um, but I also have my own personal private account through Telegram. That's at Dr. Vandewater. And that's on Telegram where I just try to give people mind, body, spirit and just keep, keep people uplifted in, in a time of, of darkness. Oh yeah, absolutely, and, and that's so important. I'll, I'll make sure that I post all of all of those links in the show notes. So everybody can just click on that and go right over there. Uh, but Jen, I really appreciate you coming on. It was an honor to talk to you, and we'll definitely have to have you back on again sometime as, as things are developing. So for sure, thank you, Jeff. I appreciate it.
Of course. Thank you. And then everybody else as well. Make sure you guys, again, going over there, check out the wellness company. Uh, you know, it's, it's definitely a great resource for you guys. And then if you guys want more information on me, again, that's jeffdorney.com or you guys can go to freedomfirstnetwork.com to check out all the rest of the shows on the network. I highly encourage you to check them all out. We've got a phenomenal, phenomenal lineup as well. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. I truly appreciate it. We shall catch you guys next time. Hey there, freedom-loving carnivores. It's Jeff Dornick from Freedom First Network, and I've got a message for you. Are you tired of feeling like your beef choices are under siege? Well, fellow patriots, it's time to fight back with Prepper All Naturals. That's right, folks. In a world where the beef industry is under constant attack, Prepper All Naturals is here to stand tall and proud as a veteran-owned beacon of quality, taste, and freedom. When the guys at Prepper All Naturals set out to provide you with the finest beef products, they knew they had a duty to defend America's beef legacy, and that's why we're proud to partner with them, bringing you the best of what this great land has to offer. Whether it's their succulent freeze-dried beef cubes or their premium freezer boxes packed with steaks and roasts, we're redefining what it means to enjoy beef today and tomorrow. And let me tell you folks, their freeze-dried beef isn't just delicious, it's built to last. With proper stores, their beef cubes can maintain their quality and freshness for up to a decade, ensuring you'll never have to compromise on taste or nutrition. But wait, there's more. They're not just in the business of selling beef. They're in the business of defending freedom. That's why they promise to never sell you anything less than 100% all-American natural beef. No lab-grown imposters, no experimental jabs, and certainly no compromises with the woke agenda. So, fellow beef enthusiasts, join us in our mission to protect America's beef legacy. Visit freedomfirstbeef.com and use code FFM for 15% off your order. Because when you choose Prepper All Naturals, you're not just eating well today, you're eating well tomorrow. And together, We'll ensure that beef remains a symbol of freedom for generations to come. Prep for all naturals, where beef meets freedom. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.